Good morning, Stockholm Community Church. It is a great morning to be in church this morning. Don't you agree? I want you to look at the person to the right or to the left of you or who's behind you or in front of you and tell them it is going to be a great morning. Yes, it is. I hope that you have had a great time of worship and that you are coming anticipating and ready to hear God's word. Well, we are in the middle of our vision series. So we kicked off with Vision Sunday, where we talked about the invitation, the invitation God has for us this year in 2022 to step in to all that God has for us. We have had our first community group of the year. If you are not in a community group, you need to get into a community group because that is where life change happens. That is when we get to do real life with people. We get to pray with each other, encourage each other, ask questions, clarifying questions, or even just to say, hey, I really don't get this. Or look at other people in the group to say, you know what, I believe you have something that can help me grow in my faith? Will you walk with me? Will you journey with me? So it is not too late to get into a community group. So get into a community group. There are many great ones that are in person and also online. So four weeks here at Stockholm Community, we are talking about vision, vision, vision. Yes, we are. And uh, a lot of times in the beginning of the year, we talk about what are our goals and what do we want to accomplish? And that's why we've made it a priority to start the year with speaking about vision. It says in scripture in Proverbs, without vision, the people will perish. Meaning if we don't know where we're going, if we don't have a clear direction, what happens when life's twist and turns and storms come our way? Well, we end up going a direction and find ourselves in a place we never thought we would be. Sometimes we end up in a good place, but sometimes we can end up in a place that's not life-giving. What has God created you to do? Not what the person next to you is created to do or what your family members or siblings tell you what you're supposed to do, but what has God called you to do? And that is what we're looking to discover here in 2022. It's hard sometimes to dream dreams. I am a dreamer. If you spend any time with me, you are going to see that I love to dream dreams. I love to dream big dreams. There are things that I have done in my life that I never thought I would have done. Uh, I've started two different nonprofits. Um, I have traveled the world and seen things um, that I'm so grateful for that has changed my perspective. I've been able to go and serve in other countries, to serve with missionaries, to be in Haiti, in Argentina, and just to give of the time and the resources that I have. It's not hard for me to dream. It's not hard for me to step into new things. But during a pandemic, during the time we're living in right now, where you turn on the news and you read the newspaper and the outlook doesn't look too great, how do you dream in those times? How do you dream when your bank account may be a little empty? How do you dream when loved ones have died? How do you dream when you get a little anxious when you go out into crowds because, you know, We've been isolated for a bit. We've pulled back from relationships. Well, 
I took some time this weekend and I was looking at some friends' lives. And even during this pandemic, what are some things that they have accomplished? My friend Matt, he planted a church and then he sold his business and then he uh, built on his own a log cabin in the woods. Another friend, Sean, he just came through a season that was really hard. And, and through that, he actually wrote a book of how to overcome fear and anxiety. My friend Rachel continues to serve in Haiti so that she can help change a nation. I have my friend Marvin who just purchased a coffee roasting machine. And why is he doing that? Well, he wants to learn how to roast his own coffee so that he can fund different works to share the gospel all across the world. Trina just published a book that she's been writing in this season. You see, God has a vision and a plan for each and every one of us. He wants to do something in us that's greater than what we could do on our own. And this morning, we're going to look at a specific a uh, couple of verses in the book of Colossians. And it is Paul who writes a letter to the church of Colossae. And he actually writes a specific prayer that he has for the church. And I really want this to be the prayer that we have for ourselves here at Stockholm Community in 2022. And uh, will you read it with me here on the screen? Colossians 1:19. So, we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while, you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. Isn't that a great verse to pray over our lives in this season? A verse that can be that verse that guides us to fully walk in the plans that God has for us. In those few verses we see here, the first thing that we learn out of this is we can trust God's plan for our life. We can trust it. We can have complete knowledge of God's plan in our life. In Jeremiah 1.15, in the message translation, it says, Before I shaped you in the womb, I knew all about you. Before you saw the light of day, I had holy plans for you. God has holy plans for you and I. And so before we were informed in our mother's womb, God had plans for us. The God of the universe, the God Almighty who created the heavens and the earth, he's got a plan for you personally. He also says in Galatians 1.15, but when God, who had chosen me and set me apart before I was born and called me through his grace. So before you were born, before I was born, God chose us and he set us apart. So our lives are not a mistake. We didn't come about by chance. It didn't just happen that we are here. No, God knew what he was doing. 
He didn't make a mistake of what family you were born into, your gender, your talents, your strengths. And he also knows our weaknesses, right? Because he formed us. But in that, he's got great plans for you and I. Ephesians 2.10, God planned for us to do good things and to live as he always wanted us to live. That's why he sent Christ to make us what we are. Okay, I want us to read that verse one more time. We're going to put it up on the screen again. God planned for us to do good things and to live as he has always wanted us to live. That's why he sent Christ to make us what we are. Christ helps us to become what we are, to become who we are. So when our lives are surrendered to Jesus, when our heart and our will and our thoughts and our actions are surrendered to Jesus' way, that is who we, when we become, become everything that God created us to be, that's when we begin fulfilling the purpose that God has for us. Okay, I want you to hear this, and I'm leaning in a little bit here. God's plan for you is the best plan. God did not create a plan B, plan C, plan D, plan E. He created a plan A for your life. And here we have the opportunity to trust God with the plan that he has for our life. And so I need to trust God. I need to trust his word. I need to trust his character. I need to trust his love. And when I do that, I can step into the fullness of everything that he has for us. And I love it how it says there in Colossians, that the verse that's guiding us today, that I'm praying that God will give you complete knowledge of his will, that God would reveal his will for you. And then it says, to give you and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. I like it how the author here of Colossians, he doesn't just write, wants to give us a wisdom but he says, I want to give you spiritual wisdom. You see what happens when God calls us into something. There were, might be obstacles in the way. There may be people who don't believe in what we're doing and what we're doing, where we're going. But we need to have spiritual wisdom to make those right choices, to make at times the hard choices, to make the sacrifices, to keep going right? To keep going. And I'm going to say it again, to keep going, even when it feels like maybe we're not moving forward as quickly as we want to go with the plans and dreams that God has planted in our heart. We need spiritual wisdom of what, who to partner with, what words to speak, when to go, when to wait, when to stop, when to add, when to remove. And also an understanding that's not a worldly understanding. You see, it says in Scripture that the wisdom of man is foolishness to God. You see, we have a lot of human wisdom. And a lot of it is good. But in comparison to God's wisdom, in comparison to how God has structured and ordained stuff, his wisdom is greater than ours because he is God. 
Now, there are. There are things in the Bible I don't understand. There are things of, well, why is it this way? Or why did God set it up this way? Why is this okay? And why is that not okay? I don't always fully understand. And can I be honest with you? There are times I don't agree. I want to be like, but God, come on. Why is that such a big deal? But God, in his infinite knowledge, in his infinite wisdom, all-knowing, all-powerful, all-present, I have to trust that God actually knows better than me. I have to trust that what his word says, whether I understand it or I agree with it, his word is the ultimate authority and it is the ultimate truth. And again, if I want to walk out God's will for my life, I need spiritual wisdom. I need understanding of it. And I love it then in the next verse, how it shifts and it says, then, okay, if we look there again in Colossians, it says when we have, when we have the spiritual wisdom, right? When we have the understanding, then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord. Then, so when I know God's will, and when I have spiritual wisdom, and I have understanding, then I will, and hear this word in scripture, always, I will always honor and please the Lord. Have you ever found yourself going at times, Oh, I hope this honors God. I hope this pleases God. And see, I think we put things backwards. Because we say, well, I'm going to do this, and I hope that it honors and pleases God. But when I know God's will, I will always honor and please him when I walk in his perfect will. I don't have to question whether I'm honoring or I'm pleasing God's will. And then what happens when I honor and please God's will, then your, your life will produce every kind of good fruit. Your life will produce every kind of good fruit. The fruit of the Spirit, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. Those are the fruit of the Spirit that gets produced in us when we walk in God's will. And I love it that patience is part of the fruit of the Spirit. In some translations, that word patience is also used as long-suffering. Now, how can following God's will produce long-suffering in me. That doesn't sound very positive. It doesn't sound very encouraging. It doesn't sound very uh, life-giving, does it? But in that, when we follow God's will, we will learn that in all things, He is faithful. In all things, He is the provider. In all things, he is the way maker. He is the promise keeper. He is the healer. And as it develops long-suffering, as it develops patience in me, I realize again that in my weakness, he is strong. 
and in circumstances I cannot control, God still sits on the throne and he still is in control and I can trust him because he is a trustworthy God. When I walk in God's will, I will walk in goodness. You see, walking in God's will doesn't hurt other people. Walking in God's will produces faithfulness in me that no matter what, I am faithful to God's word. I am faithful to living my life to the fullest. I am faithful to the people around me. And so again, God's will, spiritual wisdom, understanding, then it'll help me live a life that always will honor and please the Lord. And in that, it develops all good fruit. And then there's this little part here again at the end of these verses. And I love it how, how it says, and all the while, and all the while. So as we are getting spiritual understanding, as or spiritual wisdom, and we're getting understanding, and we're living and we're pleasing God, and as we're growing in the fruit of the Spirit, all the while, during all of that, when all of that is happening, the scripture here tells us, you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. What incredible promise. So it's not just doing things for God, but it's getting to know him better and better. It's getting to know what is important to God, because what's important to God should be important to me as his Christ follower. What breaks the Father's heart should break my heart. What is urgent for my Father should be urgent for me. And so again, as I do all of these things, I get to know God better and better. As I open up the word, he reveals again to me who he is, what he is, has done, and also what he is going to do. So my prayer for all of us here at Stockholm Community Church is that this prayer because, becomes the anthem of our life. You should have received the Stockholm Community Journal. If you have not received it yet, I want you to get one today. And I want you to start writing down what God is doing in your life because it becomes such a good way to look back when we get discouraged. No, but God was here. God told me this. God revealed this to me so that we don't give up doing the good that God has called us to do. And so as we look at this, what is God's will for my life? One, it's to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior to welcome him into your life so that you can have a living relationship, so that the Holy Spirit can guide you and to lead you. Two, for you to know God more and more. There is so much of God that we don't know that this whole life that we live, we have an adventure to get to know God more and more. Three, for you to walk in his purposes because his ways are better than our ways. To have not a worldly perspective, but to have an eternity perspective. The worldly perspective can leave us full of anxious, full of fear, full of doubts, full of despair. 
but an eternity perspective says, this is just for a moment. And in this moment, I'm going to walk in obedience to what God has placed on my heart because my reward is on the other side of eternity. My reward is in heaven. My reward is that I get to spend eternity with God. And that is why we can walk in that long suffering. That is why we can walk in patience and kindness and thankfulness because we know a season here sets us up for the next season in eternity. Number four, God wants us to make a difference in people's lives. Jesus said, I want you to go and to make disciples. I want you to share this good news that you have, that you have received, so that other people can know what true love is, what true grace is, what true hope is, what true purpose is. Can you tell them a little riled up this morning about talking about the vision for your life? Because the vision that God has for your life is never just tied to you. It is actually going to be a ripple effect as you walk in obedience to God's purposes in your life. Other people will be impacted for it. Generations will be impacted. Lives will be transformed. Darkness will get pushed away because the light of who Jesus is will shine so brightly through you that people will be set free. Don't you want to be a part of that? I want to be a part of that. And I know it is nothing that I do. It is all through what Jesus does inside of me. So how do I know God's will? I seek him. Seek first the kingdom of God. I seek and look at what is important to God. Now, there are going to be things that I'm going to be passionate about that you're not going to be passionate about. There are going to be things that the person next to you is passionate about that really you're not passionate about. And those are the things that God has put inside of our heart, created us to do, given us a voice, given us talents, given us opportunities, given us abilities so that we can be the light that this world needs. So I'm going to pray this prayer over all of us that Paul prayed over the church in Colossae. Lord, I pray that you give us complete knowledge of your will. And I pray, God, that you will give us spiritual wisdom and understanding. Lord, I thank you because then we will know how to live a life that always honors and pleases you. And through this, God, our lives will produce every kind of good fruit. And Lord, I thank you. While all of this is happening, we grow as we learn to know you better and better. So Stockholm Community Church, let's step in to everything that God has for us this year. And I'll tell you, it's going to be worth it. And it's going to be the best life that you can live because it is God's plan and it is God's purpose for you.